That was Providence by Poor Man's Poison. You should definitely check them out. They're an awesome band. We are Annie and Mr. A. This is Sexcapades with Annie and Mr. A. We are a monogamous, heterosexual couple living in the Midwest. We are not sex professionals, but we do enjoy an active and adventurous sex life, and we want to share our sex positivity with you. Hey guys, today's topic is oral sex. Yay, oral sex. Um, a topic that is, I guess, kind of bland of sorts. <laughs> we almost yeah. forgot to include it. It's yeah, I mean, so it's, commonplace. It's uh, it, to, to, to me, it seems like a, a pretty standard thing, but um, Annie and I were talking the other night, and it, over the years, well, we weren't talking just la- the other night, but <laughs> over the years, we've had discussions about uh, discrepancies of sorts in the way oral sex is perceived or received mm. or performed, um, whether by or for um, or on <laughs> men and women. And so, um, you know, I thought that was a fertile topic, uh, to discuss because there's a lot more detail, uh, that you can bring to the table in a discussion like this that I think is not often, um, as mainstream. The act is mainstream, but the performance may not be. seems like there are still a lot of people that have hang-ups regarding oral sex. I don't know what you mean. Which I find interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we can share our thoughts, opinions, background experiences. Um, why don't you go, go ahead. You've had more uh, experience with people with, with hang-ups than I have. <laughs> oh, so like every person you've dated has just been joyous and going down on you? Oh, no, but it wasn't a hang-up. It was just like, I don't really want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say that's a hang-up if they don't want to. Uh, but no, I yeah, I think that um, I was surprised. Um, I had been... Married to somebody else um, for a period of years. And um, after our divorce, it was kind of the first time I was in the dating world. Um, and I was really surprised at the number of people that were not interested, the number of men that were not interested in performing oral sex or thinking that it was only for special occasions um, that had some sort of hang up. And so that kind of threw me a little bit because uh I assumed that it was something that, you know, the, the give and take of, of both ways. Uh, there was like one person I even thought, well, like I will perform oral sex on him. I'll give him a blowjob. Then he'll see they'll reciprocate. Nope. No, no reciprocity for that. So, uh, I, I was, um, taken, taken aback by that. So, you know, there's somebody else that was not interested at all. Um, and another person again, who said that would, that would just be like a, a holiday or vacation activity to do. So this was all sh- shocking to me. <laughs> so I was, I was floored to hear the, this account, uh, because in, in, well, both in my life and in, in conversations I've had along the way, um, you know, the, the, the guys that, that I have had conversations with are like, Hell yeah. Like, 
I want to get into that. Mm. So um, when she described the this this phenomenon of sorts of guys who didn't want to go yeah. down, it was like I was really? starting to get a little bit of a complex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because um, you know I've I've been in, in in various drunken conversations with guys who were like I would rather uh, I would rather lick her pussy than. Um, have sex. It's like, well, let's, let's not get hasty, pal. But, um, but I've actually heard that from more than one person. Um, so yeah. So as Annie was relaying this to me, I, I'm sure I just had this look of shock and horror on my face. Cause it was like, how did you find these people? Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was really surprised too, honestly. Um, again, going from just like being in a, in a marriage where, Oral giving and receiving was was fairly normal. Um, I I assumed that was going to be a normal part um, of any any sex that I was going to have. So to have that not be, or to have somebody just want to like get me off uh, with fingers, was kind of um, unusual and or 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 not. Or not even try to um, help me have an orgasm. That was also surprising, but that's a whole different topic. Uh, sticking to oral sex today. Uh, so yeah, from a female perspective, I mean, I've also known people, females, that act like it's not something that they're too interested in, which I also don't understand. I think that women have a lot more hangups with their bodies. Um, and, and they're overthinking it and they're thinking more about maybe what they look like or what they sound like, um, too much, uh, too much and in, into headspace and not just into receiving pleasure and, or not wanting to take the time. I don't know. I, f- I find it very odd because, um, if, you know, if you're going to have sex and obviously the whole goal is to seek pleasure. And so if you're not willing to seek that for yourself, then that's, that's to me is, is, is an odd thing as well. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's odd. I, 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 oh, growing up, I was always under the impression that the primary hangup was that women would be concerned about the way they smell or taste. I'm, I'm, and I think that's valid in terms of how women, I mean, speaking from a female's perspective, I mean, when, when I was growing up, that was always a big joke. I mean, that was a common joke that people had um, in terms of like what the fish smell and, and there were be like little um, cartoons drawn of things like that. And a lot of like uh, locker room talk was, was discussed in terms of um, Grab that. by the fish taco. So <laughs> we, we, we definitely were raised to think that, that we, we might have an odor and that guys might be offended by it. So, um, I think that's an unfortunate, like, you know, stereotype or, or miss. Yeah. I mean, unless, unless there is some kind of, um, I don't know if there's some kind of hygiene issue, that's one thing. I mean, I suppose that there are people that, you know, are just incompatible in that way. I mean, well, you know, people that like the taste or smell of, of anything or, or, or specifically don't, you know, I guess could have a hang up yeah. if they're matched with the wrong person um, because they're, they're all a little bit different. But uh, I think in general, I, I don't know that that's 
I have never come away with the impression that in any conversation I've ever had with any guy that that was an issue. Um, so, you know, that sample size is limited, yeah. but still it's, it exists. And, and, you know, I've been pretty, I've had some pretty frank conversations with, with lots of guys over the years, just because, you know, when you talk about girls, you talk about sex, you talk about, you know, all, all the good stuff. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So that that was a surprise, but what what I was really thinking about um, when I thought about this topic was re- the, the real like details, which is how to do it, and and I know that this is it's probably going to be the most repetitive thing throughout this podcast, which is talk to your partner. <laughs> Communication. You got to communicate with your partner. I have been sexually active for a number of years. I've had a, a, a my fair share of partners. And I can tell you that, that much like um, fellatio, um, well, which we'll get to, you know, different guys like different things. Different girls mm-hmm. like different things. Did, have you dated people that didn't like to have... To have oral sex performed on them to, that you didn't uh, yes. want you to go down? Yep. Uh, her specific complaint was that it was too slick. Yeah. Yeah. I like the feeling, but it's a little, it's a little too slick. I was like, well, I... Can't do the saliva? <laughs> no, no. Uh, I don't think the saliva was the issue. Um, it was her... She was wet, and she didn't... I think when that was added to... The oral stimulation that was just, but I mean that's much. pretty easy. I've, we've done that before, where I'm just like I have to wipe off with the sheet as before we go on because it, if it is too wet, you know, just like wipe that off a little bit, start back up again. I'm not sure that it was a valid reason, <laughs> or if it was a reason she was just giving to be like the excuses. Yeah, I don't. This isn't my thing. Yeah, um, but you know, but I did date a girl who wanted wanted it but needed the clit stimulation to be very light mm-hmm. uh, very um, you know please go down but barely go down but barely yeah barely go down just kind of just kind of sort of touch it right uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's that's that was its own challenge I mean it was a very it was worthwhile to get her off and it was worthwhile for both of us but it was a different technique than um, you know, other people who like a little bit more pressure or a lot more pressure, uh, depending on the situation. And, um, and that, that was, um, that was kind of a revelation for me because it's not something that we ever think about. I mean, if you think about the movie American Pie, there's like this book and it's got these <laughs> techniques about right. the way you move your tongue. Well, it wasn't, it didn't have anything to do with that. <laughs> it was really just a mat- matter of pressure and you put some stimulation on it. And I think as long as you're not, you know, I don't know. I don't know what you could do wrong um, other than intentionally um, be mean ab- about <laughs> right. it. But like any stimulation you give to the clit is good stimulation un- unless you're just being really rough or violent. But like, I mean, I think you can start too soon. I think they're, they're definitely like for me, um, you know, I don't really want you down there until I'm, until I'm ready. 
I like to have foreplay first. So if like you're headed there first, then it's going to take longer um, for me to have an orgasm because, uh, or yeah, the, the, the clitoris can be in just like different states of um, arousal or agitation, just depending on what's happening. And if it's um, too like, I don't know, like hyper, I don't even know if the word is aroused, but if it's in a, an odd state, then that can be like overstimulating to where it needs to be backed off. I mean, there are, there is a, a sweet spot, I think, to hit it. Um, and, and definitely too soon is, is to me like a waste of your efforts right. because it's, that's not what's ironically, like that's not more oral sex isn't going to get me hotter or more ready. Like what's going to get me more ready is the foreplay that we're doing, like with the nipple play and things like that, kissing, fingering. And then when I'm ready to have an orgasm, then it's like, yes. And, and I hate to generalize, uh, <laughs> about men and women because i've just literally two and a half minutes ago said talk to your partner like you there you guys are individuals but i th- i don't think that that's an uncommon thing for women whereas if i walked into a room and you just dropped down and put my <laughs> cock in your mouth that's gonna be yeah <laughs> i would not complain it would not be like oh no not ready <laughs> right don't do that yet it's like yeah let's do this and i think that's a i think that'd be a fairly common um, uh, distinction, yeah. Um, at least generally between men and women on this, but um, yeah, I think it's it's important to know um, where the sweet spot is, when the sweet spot is. You know, is it time? And I think it also matters um, whether if you're if you're giving oral sex to give an orgasm, or if you're giving oral sex as foreplay. Uh, which is a, that's a, it's a key distinction about probably all of those things. Well, I think that oral sex, um, for like me performing oral sex on you as foreplay is a big thing and, and common. And, and, you know, we do that a lot, but, um, I think for a female oral sex as foreplay is not really like the goals, unless you're, unless we're edging, unless that's the goal. Right. Other than edging, there's then that it's not to me. That's not like a a great use of foreplay because it's <laughs> <laughs> it can be. You can't. It's got. It, it's, it, there's a time and a place where it can be used well for foreplay, even if you're not edging. But we rarely use it that way. Um, in, in large part because um, I think, like most women, as studies have shown, um, Annie doesn't get off with penetrative sex. Right. So the best way to get her off is to go down on her. Uh, whereas uh, I have no problem getting off with penetrative sex. Uh, I would prefer that. It's kind of great. So, um, you know, when, the, when you are de- dealing with uh, the differences between what gets you off and what doesn't, then that affects what sex acts you're going to do um, and which ones get to be foreplay or, or sure. should be foreplay um, and which ones don't. Because... Um, you know, if, if, if I was going to come at Annie's mouth every time, I doubt that she would go down on me <laughs> right out of the box. Well, I mean, that's true. Talking to your partner is huge. Um, as we keep saying, but I have had several relationships in the past. I mean, Mr. A is, is the person that I have, um, found this, the easiest to talk to. I mean, you, you're by far the easiest partner to talk to. Um, other times I've been in bed with, guys so many times where in my head I'm thinking I wish she would do this I wish she would do this 
why is he still doing that? You know, like I'm not speaking up for myself um, because I don't want to run the moment. I don't want to offend the person. I don't want, you know, I, I think I can willfully change the situation by making the right moaning sounds when appropriate and giving that kind of, that kind of uh, uh, cue. And then um, it doesn't work. And uh, finally, um, I've learned that, you know, communication is the thing. So if I need my nipples played with, I need to move his hand to my nipples or to say finger me or to, to actually give the cue of this is what I need you to, to, to do. Uh, and presto, it usually results in that being done. So I was like, wow, this is so great how this works. <laughs> For some uh, <laughs> reason, did not spoil the moment. <laughs> right, right. You can't, you can't be scared to 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 spoil the moment because usually the guy is going to be eager to please. And and, and I guess if if you're if it's not working out, then if you're a guy, then you need to listen to that and do do what your partner is asking because that's going to give give you um, you know much more satisfaction later. But the. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, is it, presumably, if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you're interested in, you know, a, a healthy and vibrant sex life. And that means that you're open to listening to your partner. Right. Um, you're open to communicating with your partner and you are willing to adapt your behavior to conform to, to what your partner wants. Like, otherwise, I don't know why you're listening to us. <laughs> True. Um, but and so if that's the situation, you're not going to ruin the moment because your partner wants to please you. Right. And that's, that's and spoiler. If your partner doesn't care about pleasing you, when you tell him, this is what I want, you're with the wrong partner. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, and I've had like sexually incompatible people before where we have broken up after maybe a month of dating just simply because the sex wasn't going to is, was not compatible. The person was not going to listen or do, you know, meet my needs. Um, and I think that's okay too. If you're in an early dating relationship, I mean, sex is important. Um, Mr. A said something about, um, in terms of like giving oral sex, if, uh, you're, you're insistent, like coming in the girl's mouth every single time I had a different partner that, um, liked to control my head. And that was like his thing. If I would go down, then he was going to depress my head down further. Uh, and knowing that that's not something I liked and I would immediately pull back and just every time. So, I mean, so that resulted in me not wanting to ever perform oral sex. So then it did become on birthdays and special occasions because it's like, I'm not going to have my head pressed down. I don't like that. Like if I'm the one, if I'm performing oral sex on you, I want to be in charge of what's happening in that situation. Like I'm giving it to you. And so... Um, now you can request stuff, but why not request stuff? <laughs> <laughs> but I want to. I want it's my it's my performance. It, it is it is your performance, and ultimately, it's like every other sex act. There's a give and take to it, and with oral sex, I think in particular, you can't just decide that to shove a girl's head down because they might barf on you, and you know <laughs> yeah. I know that that's a specific kink. Not here, shame anybody, yes. but that's not what I want. Uh, on my lap um, in, in, while this is happening. So, um, you know, one of the things I, I wanted to talk about is that that very thing, because much like um, the, the distinction between uh, the woman I was with who, who liked very light 
um, clitoral simulation and um, others who have who prefer a little bit stronger touch, like there's a lot of stuff to work with on a guy too, and yeah. we have different preferences. I years ago, my best friend and I had this conversation. I don't know how it came up, but it was part of a, a conversation we were having with, you know, other people. And it was like, it, it was very clear that he was, he preferred stimulation around the head of his penis. Right. And I, I was like, what? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's all well and good, but if I'm going to come, I, the base of my penis needs to be stimulated, which is probably why I like penetrative sex more generally than I like to get off or, you know, with oral sex. But to me, that was a, a sort of revelation, like, oh, we, wait, we're different everybody's too. Like different. everybody's got, everybody's yeah. different. I didn't know that, which is why if you watch, uh, you know, if you watch porn, a lot of it is, is just girls bobbing their heads, right. which is fine. Um, but I'm here to tell you, that's not everything that there is to it. Um, you know, Annie really is very thorough, which I appreciate. <laughs> um, because the way that I approach receiving oral sex is there are things that, that she can do with her tongue and her mouth that no other body parts that she have <laughs> has can do. And so uh, if you're able to make use of that, that's a, a whole, it's a whole different world of pleasure um, that you get out of oral sex that you don't get if she's, you know, bobbing her head down on my <laughs> cock, you know, if, if I just wanted to fuck her mouth, I might as well just bend her over and, and, and fuck her somewhere else because that's, what is the point? It, it's, it's, but that's my preference. Um, you know, if it's in porn, you can be sure that plenty of guys like it because porn is, is, <laughs> right. is it's there for the consumer, um, who are guys by and large. So, um, but, but I'm here to tell you, um, there's a whole other world out there and it's real good. So I had somebody give me advice, um, several years ago regarding sex and oral sex specifically. And that is that you have to, um, sell it. I mean, you have to on both ends, like I need the reassurance from Mr. A that I am the best thing he's ever tasted. If I believe that he feels that way, I'm going to relax and allow myself to feel even more pleasure because I'm not worried about if I smell or I don't even know something, you know, whatever is up close and personal is offensive. I'm not because he's telling me how good I taste and how great it is and how excited he is. Um, the same thing is true when I am um, performing uh, oral sex, then it's, I don't, it's not a job, but it's my job to make sure that like Mr. A knows that I love get going down on him and that I love sucking his cock. I love what I'm doing uh, because um, if there's reluctance there or, you know, if you're, if the, if the partner is trying to act like it, you're doing that person a favor, for example, it's not going to be as enjoyable. So I think that there's something to be said about selling your performance. I mean, about, you know, really showing them that you're not saying faking it because I like we both really love being with each other. And that is a way to show how much we enjoy. It. And I love like uh, it when I see when I hear you getting excited. So and I know at this point we've been together long enough. I definitely know what pushes his buttons. But um, 
you know, when we talk about like how often, how often are people incorporating oral sex into their sex lives? I mean, we rarely have sex without oral sex on either end. Every once in a while, um, Mr. A will slip it in before, before I've gone down on him, but it's not the norm. Usually we, we, there is oral sex in every, every time we have sex. Which I can tell you is a decided difference from any previous relationship that I had. Um, even when it was like, oh yeah, I like going down. It was like, do you like, <laughs> if it's, if I have to ask every, every, you know, 10th session, like, Hey, um, then do you really? Because, and, and then it really does start to feel like, yeah, and you should never have to ask. It should be done enough that you don't, you know what I mean? Like that it's there. You shouldn't have to ask. Don't be afraid to ask. Right. Right. Um, but but if it's if it comes up because you're always having to ask, what that tells you on on that side is this person views this task as a chore, right? And they don't like it, and they're doing it as a favor, which is fine. I mean, that has its own role, but 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 if you want this something that to be done consistently, it's really tough to. Um, and then it makes you not want to ask because you know you're asking this person to do what they consider a big favor to you. Um, and I, you know, I've, I've been in relationships with that dynamic and it sucks. Um, I mean, when it happens, it's fine. Um, of course, but like, it's a compromise. Well, there's a, there, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of anxiety buildup yeah. to the, to the ass. Right. And then even, even the physical, the physical pleasure is great, but, but then, but you really can't fully enjoy the experience. And you're probably trying to give encouragement yes. to like promote uh, further yeah. acts. And I'm going to, I'm going to moan more loudly when she does <laughs> this because I really like it, but I can't, right. you know, and, and that it, it, it's, it's kind of a vicious cycle. Um, if you're, if you're not doing a good job communicating with each other, or if you're just incompatible, cause I mean, you know, Maybe she just didn't really like to go down and, and that's. Well, and even then I think that you guys need to figure out why. I mean, just because honestly it is such a big part of sex. And if you're, if, if most men really like oral sex. And so if you're somebody that really just doesn't like it, I, I think that it's, you know, it's important to figure out what, what is the turnoff and, and can that be fixed? I mean, are you, right. I don't know. Is it a power play? Is it, did you have a bad experience somewhere else? Um, what could make that more? What could make that better? Um, is there something that can make? Yeah, it better? Is I mean, there you might just be in a spot where that that's that's the situation, and, and that's all fine too. But um, particularly with oral sex, I mean, we're not talking about anything kinky here. Like, so no. that's a that's a whole other type of ask. Oral sex is pretty standard, and if you're not. Um, if it's something that you want regularly and your partner is extremely reluctant or is giving you all the signs of reluctance, why is that? Because it's a very basic thing to do that, you know, unless you're doing, I don't know, unless you're really rough, it doesn't hurt, you know, <laughs> right? It doesn't hurt them. Should to not do it. ever should, hurt. Should not ever yeah, hurt. If, they're, if, they're... <laughs> if, 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 you know, well, well, one of the things I think that has enhanced our um, oral sex has been the shaving. 
Definitely. On both parts. So, um, so we both keep that area very, very, um, basically shaved bare because it's more sensitive and you're not obviously working, dealing with pubic hairs, which is, you know, way better to not have to worry about that. Yeah, talking um, about throwing off the mood when, <laughs> when somebody pops up and they're like, hang on, I got this hair in my mouth. Hang on. Yeah. So that's been, that's been great. And, and I think it feels better. I think that, um, on my perspective, um, it, it, everything's more sensitive and, and, uh, it's, it's great to have you just look all around my lips and, um, to, to really be able to take it all in and not have that barrier there. Yeah. And as I, I love that, I mean, it's like having more canvas to paint on. Honestly. Right. Well, and, and going, going down on you too. I mean, yeah. there, there, you know, mystery might be in various, we, we, we both had various stages of, of what that's going to look like down there. Um, but you know, basically if there's a lot of hair in that area, then that area is not going to get licked. <laughs> so, um, the best way to like, Oh, like I hope she looks at is to like make sure that's bare. So <laughs> I thought when it was shaved, like a question mark, it was very cute. <laughs> um, no, that. But that's the reality of it. it. You're, you're, it's the whole area is sensitive. So even parts that you don't, nor, nor ordinarily, I guess, think of as um, spots that you would that you would give attention to, you can. When it's shaved bald, yeah. you can go up above, like sort of on the upper hip, sort of right. pubic area, and that's still a very pleasurable. Right um, in between place. legs, and yeah, legs. and it's and, and so you you can do that. You know, it's not everybody's jam. Um, you know, I've I've had conversations with some folks who are like, "Don't you love a hairy bush?" And it's like, "Oh, no, no, no I don't." <laughs> like, but, but that's that's their thing, yeah. or it's, even it's like, "Oh, just just a little tuft." It's like, okay, I mean, hey. Well, I think some thing. people do think they like there's a they have a hang up. Yeah. With it being looking more, you know, pre-pubescent type thing. So, I mean, there's nothing, I, I don't, there's no fetish there with, a, on our part, definitely with um, no, those areas be being shaved. It's very much about pleasure with oral sex um, than anything. And uh, it also makes my cock look bigger. So, you know, <laughs> if it's not buried in a bunch of. And we started out, like, you know, said both with, uh, trimmed but definitely with some pubic hair and that's been just a kind of a a revelation in terms of uh our sex life and how much pleasure we how much more pleasure we want to get from what we're doing uh and we found that that's that's something so it might be something to consider i don't know like you know where everybody stands with that (laughs) but if you're if you're wanting to have more oral sex that might be something to consider (laughs) It's like anything else. If you if you want m- more of you know fill in blank here, you need to make it as inviting as possible. And the most inviting thing that you can do is remove barriers. Right. And and hair is very literally a barrier between their mouth and your genitalia. And if you don't want that barrier there, take it off. Right. And um, so yeah, I'm. I'm all in favor uh, of the of the whole bear. <laughs> well, and honestly, area. like so, performing like oral sex uh, on guys is such a 
I mean, it can be such a fun thing because there's so many different things, like you said, you can do. And when I was growing up, having sex, oral sex, I thought was only something you did to make, to give a guy a blowjob, to have them like come either in your mouth or near your mouth, you know, like that, that would be the end. Like you're performing it all the way through. Uh, it took me a long time to understand that you do, that oral sex uh, on a guy doesn't have to be to completion. It can be for foreplay. And once you see it as foreplay, then there are just so many things you can do in terms of the entire area with where to look and, and including the scrotum and everything. I mean, it's just like you can really get in there and, and then find out what, what is a turn on or what isn't a turn on. Um, and it can just be really playful. Uh, so taking, taking out the end result, taking out the orgasm out of oral sex for a guy, I think is, uh, has opened up, a huge um, uh, area of foreplay that that is just po- only positive to the sex life. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> totally love it. And it, it's it's you know I mentioned how how thorough Annie is, and that, and that's why she she can afford to do that because she can take the time because it's not a matter of going down to get me off. There, there doesn't have to be a whole bunch of pumping and right um i mean not that i mean that has its place <laughs> right and, and that's usually at least a, a part of it but but it, it it's it's a freeing um activity when you know that there's no pressure on her to make me come yeah um and in fact i think there are t- well i know there have been times i got close to coming and she backed off because oh, yes. she was like i'm not ready for you to come this way <laughs> um and, and that's but it's a it's a liberating experience, I think, for her. And it wasn't liberating for me, but boy, it's pleasurable because um, I get the whole uh, I get to have my whole area serviced, and it's pretty fucking great. Yeah, I mean, it really, is just a, a give and take situation. Uh, and then there are times where I mean, you do want to get off that way. Like I always want him inside me. So sometimes we even go back and forth between oral sex and penetrative sex and then back to oral sex. Which is, I find very hot for a multiple multitude (laughs) of reasons, but um, yeah, yeah, but that, that's, that's a lot of fun. Well, and then also, and there's just so many different ways, but I also didn't realize really until probably we got together and also reading Crimson Petal in the White. Um, is that you could, there's something wrong with starting when you're soft, like, and that's like, (laughs) I read the book and I was like, what? Wow. She put him in her mouth soft. I'd never heard of that before. Um, she rarely gets that opportunity with me, but, but it, it, it is fun when it happens. I think it's very sensual and I love like feeling your cock grow inside my mouth. I mean, that's such a great thing when I can catch it just like completely relaxed and then bring it to life inside my mouth. That's also its own very erotic fun thing to do. So um, you can't be scared, I guess, of all those things with the penis, you know, you get it. There's so many things you can do to work with it uh, that, that can make, make it fun. Um, and then I think the, the last thing with all that is, uh, is swallowing, not swallowing. <laughs> Uh, how is that situation handled? Because I think a lot of women um, may be reluctant on oral sex because of that whole situation. I just wrote a book, finished a book today, 
where the main character was talking about the first time, like her partner fiction story, but um, came in her mouth, she swallowed, but then she went to the bathroom and threw up because she wasn't, she had never swallowed before. And she had, she wasn't expecting how much there was there in that load to swallow. And it was startling. Uh, but then after that, she was caught having to always swallow because uh, she just assumed he would expect her to always be a swallower. And she never liked it, but she never let him know she didn't like it. I mean, it's pretty great. So, yeah. <laughs> if you vomited so, so, every time, I would be a lot less excited. So do you think excited. that most guys want the girl to swallow like, or thinks that that's hot when that happens? Is it like a form of acceptance of? Um, I, I think, I think the majority of guys prefer that that you swallow, and I think that the, that the reasons for that vary. Um, and it's that that go part of that goes into like come play, which we can talk about some other time. But um, but yeah, the the consumption of of our cum is all by itself really hot. So some people want you to play with it first or gargle it or whatever. Um, personally, um, having my cum swallowed is, is something I've always associated with the fact that you were able to keep my cock in your mouth through the completion of yeah. my orgasm. Because if I start coming and you, you know, you back off because you you don't want my cum in your mouth to yeah. swallow, then I'm not getting the full orgasm. Yeah. Like I'm getting a, I'm getting a partial orgasm. I mean, it's, or at least I'm getting a full orgasm, but it, that orgasm did not reach its potential. Right. Yeah. And so if I'm able to stay in your mouth through the, the, the entirety of it, that almost certainly, I mean, it doesn't have to, I guess you, if you like a chipmunk or something, you want to keep it inside <laughs> your mouth. You, I, think, I don't know how that I works. I think I but. kind of do that more. I think that I, or, or, or keep my jaw relaxed enough to where some of it might run out. So I'm not swallowing hundred percent of it, or I swallow it in part. So, so like I let some, swallow a little bit, but then I, I do hold it like a chipmunk and then swallow <laughs> it after you've pulled back out to where I can just focus on, okay, I can swallow it now. It's fine. Uh, right. Because it is always startling. I will say, like, it, it's not something that I've ever really gotten used to. Um, and when I know that we're, that you're, if I know that you're wanting a, wanting a blowjob, a full blowjob, uh, where you come on my mouth, um, and as as we're gearing up, like, when, as I feel you getting ready to come, I, I have to mentally prepare. Like, my brain is going into, like, <laughs> you can do this. It's, it's fine. Because it is always a startling thing to have this load shot in your mouth. I mean, it's not like a, it's not a natural thing. And it's, you know. <laughs> no, no, no one's ever, like, fired pudding in your mouth from <laughs> at velocity before. And I did puke the first time I ever did this on somebody years and years and years ago was my first reaction. Uh, I was not, I don't know. I puked. I don't think there was, um, a, I don't think it was, it was, I think it was just go, going to like too deep, you know, like yeah. the whole act of not knowing. I don't think it was related to, I don't think he, he had an orgasm. I think it was me just going down too hard. And then I gagged <laughs> myself and I actually puked. Um, but for, for I guess for your edification and for any female listeners that we might have, um, there's a lot of hotness in uh, the partial swallowing or even just storing it and letting it drool out of your mouth. Yeah, 
as long as it, as long as the cock remains in your mouth for, for, for the duration of the orgasm, there's your. Well, I shouldn't say that's my primary concern. You know, other guys have different concerns because again, they may want to see you play with it or whatever. But um, years ago, on on an old serious channel, there was a, a an old porn star. She wasn't old, but you know, a former porn star who gave advice, and she called she used to refer to it as the rock star blowjob, which is she didn't swallow. She would keep the cock in her mouth, and then the cum would just uh, drip all yeah. over out of her mouth onto her tits. Yeah, and she was like. Guys love it. Yeah. I mean, they love to see their cum all over my tits. It's great. So, you know, the rock star blowjob. <laughs> and so there's nothing wrong with a rock star blowjob. Because uh, that's, that is pretty hot too. So um, don't, don't feel like you have to swallow. Or, or not. We're not, I'm not <laughs> that's advocating like something that for could that. Be compromised, right? Yeah, that's definitely, yeah. Those are all the things that you can manage that you can work with if you're if you're able to communicate um as as a part as a partnership or as a team and figure out like you know what what are the expectations do i expect you to open your mouth to see my cum and then you gargle it and then swallow it like because that's, <laughs> that's a, a whole other that's a that's a whole thing yeah. it is kind of hot it is but it's a whole other thing yeah. like but if but most of the time it's one, it's really rare that I want to uh, blow job to completion yeah. because again, I like to come inside Annie. So, um, w- but when I do, all I'm r- really looking for most of the time is a, a full and complete orgasm. I would, I would like her to swallow some, but, <laughs> but, the, but, the, but the primary focus is, did I have a really good orgasm? Yeah. And, um, I, I have yet to have a bad orgasm. So. I mean, I think that's that that holds true too. I've definitely been with guys, even like on the other end, um, who will pull off my clit right as soon as I give them the cue that I'm coming. As soon as my orgasm starts, they like back off, and it's like, well, then my orgasm stops immediately. <laughs> like, so just like, note, my work here is done. Like, no, no, yeah. <laughs> it is not done. <laughs> yeah, keep it going. Um, so that that is definitely I I know how that feels. It's a startling feeling. I think one other thing before we wrap this up that I thought of, um, what about um, performing oral sex on a woman after sex? I think some guys get hung up on that a little bit too. So like I think the standard, you know, if you watch a, a romantic movie or read a book, the standard is that you. Um, go down on the girl. She has an orgasm, and then you have sex. I mean, that's like, like she gets her orgasm. If it's if it's a clitoral orgasm, she gets her orgasm, and then you know she's primed for sex, and you have sex. But there's a lot of times where we will just have sex, and then it's not it's not our norm either. But I, I always know that you're going to go down on me regardless. Yeah. So I'm never worried about it. But I think that there probably are some guys that are hung up about tasting themselves a little bit, like if. Well, certainly, what that's that's a whole. There are guys who really love it. That's their. That's a whole other fetish yeah. we're not going to talk about. But, but just normal. But, but but yeah, I think for most guys, they're like, I don't want to taste my own cum. Right. Right. So, so what what is for somebody that has gone down there? Is there like a reassurance or something that you can say? Well, if you know the anatomy, <laughs> you shouldn't have a problem. Right. Um, because you know 
the, the clit and the entire clit hood and everything is north right, so of well, where you've just come. Right. So you can smell it though, probably. Uh, you can smell it sometimes, not always. It just smells like sex. It just smells like sex. Um, but I don't, I don't have any problem doing it. The only time I ever got like a good mouthful of my own cum, which was not on purpose, was um, we'd fuck doggy style first. And so my cum leaked uh, yeah. by, by force of gravity. Right, right. So that when I flipped you over and went, it was like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's my cum. All right. Um, so here we go. Here it is. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, that's something that would have bothered me, I think, at some point in my life. Um, as we've as we've grown together through with sex and, and into kink and things like that, you know, I've really come to um, not care as much. I mean, I, I kind of feel like at this point. If, if I'm expecting you to swallow my cum, which I do, right. um, then I ought to know what it tastes like. I, I don't know what it, you know, what, what it feels like. Not that I'm going to go out of my way, right. which I didn't, but, but I, but when it happened, it was, I wasn't going to be like, oh no, this is the worst thing ever. It was like, yes. oh, well, you know, this is fair. Right. You know, and, 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 and in equal parts fairness, as Annie was discussing before, when, when we go back and forth. Um, having sex and then, mm-hmm. you know, she's myself. tasting herself yeah. on my cock, which I love. And that's its own incredible erotic turn on for me. You know, I don't know that she has that, but like, maybe you should, you know, taste your semen as it drips out. I, <laughs> I think that's a, I think that's a guy thing. Yeah. Um, but, um, but it's fair. Like to me, it's like, well, I'm not. I shouldn't be asking Annie to do anything that I wouldn't be willing to do um, if the shoe's on the other foot. And it, it sort of is in that regard. I mean, with our, with our Dom sub stuff, that is a necessity of it. That's, that's the dynamic of that. But in every other regard, and this is, this is one of those, you know, if you're a guy and that's your hang up, get over it. I mean, that's, that's my, that's my advice to you. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably open, open minded enough to at least consider that. Not that I expect you to go out and start, you know, saving up your own cum to, to taste it, but, um, but you need to have an open mind about what your expectation, what you're expecting your partner to do. And, and is that something that if the shoe's on the other foot, you would be willing to do? And if that's, if the answer to that is not in balance, you need to take a good hard look at why that is and, and figure that out. Because is, if you, if you have an imbalance like that, then you're going to end up with some of the problems, um, that we were talking about earlier about, is this a favor? Um, is there going to be resentment built? There can't be a power imbalance. There, there can't that. be a power imbalance. And this is one of the ways that there is not a power imbalance. That in, and it's it's a choice um, in part, um, but it's certainly a choice to be cognizant uh, of the of the dynamic and to, to do your best to um, to avoid that because that th- those are the kind of things that can lead to problems. There you go. There's my, uh, 
there's my non uh, non therapeutic therapy. That's right. <laughs> Layman's <laughs> advice, sex, sex, oral sex Just, advice. Welcome to your unlicensed <laughs> therapy session. Congratulations. <laughs> if you didn't like it, I'll give you all your money back that you paid for this podcast. <laughs> uh, so. Go out there and practice. <laughs> All right. Do we have anything else? I think we've covered it. All right. Well, if you have any questions, you're always free to email us at admin at annieandmra.com, A-N-N-I-E-A-N-D-M-R-A.com. Uh, hit us up on um, Instagram for, at Annie Goodman or on Facebook at Annie Goodman. Um, you should buy Annie's Erotica, which is available on Amazon, Kindle, Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble. Um, but yeah, if you have or our website has a little questions area, yep. chat area. Yes, reach out. You can reach out. Um, I've talked to many, many people. Um, so that's it. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll talk to you later. Bye.